We do. We do. You came prepared. Mike, you brought your emoji uh, fan. That's very good. It's like a oh, and it collapsible. Right into the Hawaiian shirt in which it came with. <laughs> I feel like very good. It's like church in here. It's a little. We're we're working on a better air conditioning system, uh, and beer. <laughs> so hopefully both of those will happen. All right, ready? Here we go. Roughly 24 to 92 hours ago, Stab's team of comedy scientists commissioned four specific humorists to give various potentially comedic takes Production on topic. several random topics, which they'll now perform for the first and likely last time in front of a live studio audience you. in a show called Stab. Oh my goodness. See, you see. Wow. You guys sound like a lot of people. Oh my God. It's a drunken orgy in here. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Stab. Uh, thanks for coming to Stab here on uh, the Not So Scary Broadway. See guys, you guys made it out. It's not so bad yet, right? We're cleaning this. I don't know what we're doing. Uh, thank you guys for coming out. 1710 Broadway. We're here every Friday at 10, 1030-ish. Uh, doing Stab. Are you ready to meet your contestants? Okay. Well, sitting right next to me is Shahara Hyatt. Shahara Hyatt. Right there. Next to her, uh, Greg Saban. Greg Saban. Next to him, and next to Jesse also, uh, Christy Farley. Christy Farley. And Jesse. Eh, whatever. Jones. <laughs> why, did it, why did it die off? It didn't need to die off. Yeah, there we go. Very good. Uh, I've got to win them back. I like that. I like the new dynamic. Every show, the crowd starts against me. So it's Very like good. I'm starting with penalty points. That's right. good. I like. <laughs> it's like how I grew up. <laughs> okay. Um, yeah. I'll bring it back down. Yeah. All right. Sorry. Pull out Ash Dad. I will pull out my dad's ashes. Are right behind me. Um, <laughs> we don't need to talk about that. Thank you. you don't need to applaud him. He was a f horrible father. Uh, very good. Thank you guys for uh, coming. We have two first-timers yeah. uh, on the show tonight. We rarely do that, uh, but <laughs> we trust you guys <laughs> so no much. Pressure. I, I listened to half an episode before this, <laughs> so I think I'm, I am prepared. That's twice as much as most people do before <laughs> they do the show. So that's good. That's good. Shahara, thank you for coming. John, thanks for having me. How many times have you been on the show? This is my third. Your third. Okay. Yeah. We've been asking you for a while. I started to take it personal. <laughs> yeah. And then I was like, I guess I might as well right. fix that whole problem. No, selfishly, <laughs> I was like, I could really use the creative stimulation of like some writing prompts. Well, and uh, what the fuck? I'll come out to Broadway at 10.30 p.m. to do this. I'm <laughs> glad we're here for you. Greg. Yes, sir. Greg Saban. Yes. What happened to your gig on TV? <laughs> oh. No, that is not well, like a yeah, not to bring up <laughs> you, any you awkward points, but uh, about a year and a half ago, I yeah. was on the TV as uh, Newton as, Carruthers as a, as a local spokesperson for an auto mall, right? And the auto mall had decided to go in a different direction. What? Uh, basically, the same ads, but without me. Oh, is, is the direction they were shooting for? <laughs> that's what I know you from. Yeah. <laughs> 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 I'm sorry. I know. I, I, was that weird for me to bring it up? It's it's been a while. 
Yeah, I know. <laughs> it's been a while. It's like when people run into Henry Winkler and go, hey. <laughs> you know, just, it's, yeah. it's, it's kind of got that currency to it. I didn't mean to, to ask personal questions. <laughs> how how much fine. did that gig pay? No, sure. okay. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, you'll always be our Newton Carruthers. Thank you. So thank you. Thank for you. Me. Yes. Yeah, yeah. In my heart. Uh, I just remember pulling into like uh, Sacramento Airport and being greeted by, <laughs> by Greg, a giant billboard down at the bottom of the, like the escalator. That's the first thing you see when you're coming it's off of the plane. Greg. <laughs> it's just like. <laughs> <laughs> Is it weird, Greg? Over the years, people have thought I was you, and you, you were me. Have you ever had that? <laughs> not, not once. Oh, weird. <laughs> oh. Oh, 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 oh no. Oh, oh. oh. And we're going to go ahead and our first stab injury. There we go. There we go. Are we good? Yeah, I missed my tooth narrowly. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. We, good thing we're insured. Everyone's got full Fuck. liability. Yeah. We got the $2 million dollar package, too. We're not fucking okay. around. That's right, two million dollars <laughs> liability for three hundred square feet. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So now you guys have to give me sympathy laughs. <laughs> someone please hurt themselves. <laughs> Christy Farley. Hi. Also a first timer. Welcome. I'm really glad to be here. Longtime yeah. fan. Long, yeah, <laughs> she is a, a fan of the show. She used to live in Fresno. Yeah, I did. Right. Listen to it there. I did. Yeah. I sure did. Yeah. Yeah. I, w I came out here to visit Sac State because I was going to go there. And I was like, what is there to do in Sac? And I Googled. And you guys came up. And I was like, a podcast? <laughs> so weird. I've been a fan ever since. <laughs> weird. Well, you're our first, I think, fan to stage viewer. Yeah. Oh, we're getting a little feedback. You oh. can live the dream. <laughs> there we go. There we go. Yeah, there we we'll go. see. Well, thank you for being... Christy, I feel like I'm not asking you enough questions. <laughs> Christy Farley. Mm -hmm. Were you named after Chris Farley? Uh, I really hope not. Really? <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, yeah. People call me Chris Farley all the time. But it's because it's I'm working on being a fat drug addict. No, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Oh, my God. I'm just kidding. <laughs> trying to get a job. <laughs> Very good. Very good. Well, well good luck with that. Uh, <laughs> I hope you, you get there one day. Um, thanks for being here. Uh, Jesse Jones. Yeah, I'm done being disruptive. Yep. Well, I'm going to stay in this seat for any the other rest of the show. I promise. Any other I promise? Did you say I promise? No. Okay. <laughs> I think I to. I don't know. It's okay. late. All right. Let me, let me look <laughs> further. Where, where, what happened to Oliver? I don't know. Oliver. Professional. Oh, my God. Ugh. You wouldn't know. Yeah, nope, there it is. That's not it. Where did they go? <laughs> Let's play stab. There, it is. there we go. <laughs> that was it. Wait for it. <laughs> All right. Thank you. <laughs> this first segment is called. Oh, I gotta go right back to the. This first segment's called. Topical haiku challenge. Topical haiku challenge. Yeah. Oh, a fan favorite. <laughs> Uh, please compose three haiku in regard to the following topical story. Uh, headline, man with no arms stabbed a stranger with his feet. Uh, that happened in Miami Beach, of course. Uh, police say 46-year-old Jonathan Crenshaw held a pair of scissors with his feet and stabbed 22-year-old Cesar Coronado. 
uh, after midnight early on just a couple days ago. Uh, haiku go. Let's go ahead and start with you, Chihara. One, your first of three. Sunny Miami. Come for the weather. Stay for the surprise stabbing. <laughs> yeah. Very good. Greg Saban. Biscayne Bay reflects light through leafy palmettos. Eat my foot knife, dick. <laughs> <laughs> Very good. There we go. Christy. <laughs> foot knife. Miami. Cocaine and sandy beaches. That dude got stabbed with toes, though. <laughs> Very good. <laughs> Jesse Jones, your first of three. Uh, my first uh, is titled So Many Questions. Was he wearing shoes? Did he have to chase him down? Who gave him scissors? <laughs> Very good. Second of three. All right, more questions abound. Jonathan Crenshaw, you armless bastard. Where were the cuffs placed? (laughs) (laughs) Very good. Greg. In El Dorado, gold burbles from bent grasses. Blood covers foot blades. (laughs) Very good. Christy. Why were you carrying scissors? You don't have hands. (laughs) What the fuck? (laughs) I did start to count the haiku count, and you pulled it off before before the police were called. So thank you very much for... Uh, Jesse Jones? Just realizing after like 100, almost 140 episodes... Like Greg is the first person to actually do these that to make them sound like a haiku. Right, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I was thinking the rest of us just count syllables. <laughs> yeah. This guy's over here painting word pictures. Yeah. Doing offensive accents. No, I'm kidding. No, I'm just, just cherry kidding. blossoms in my mind while I'm hearing all this shit. All right, there my second. <laughs> Titled that old gag. You hear the story of the no-armed man in the beach-stabbing contest? (laughs) (laughs) Very good. Very good. Chihara, you're third of three. Jonathan, honey, I didn't raise you like that. Next time, use your words. Very good. Great. Jonathan Crenshaw, unarmed, yet still dangerous. Unarmed. You get it? (laughs) Very good. Very good. (laughs) Christy. Can you imagine getting stabbed to a Pitbull song? (laughs) <laughs> yeah, me neither. <laughs> Miami. <laughs> awesome. And Jesse Jones, your third of three. My third is titled, Who's Disabled Now? <laughs> <laughs> hmm. 
Just so you know, we just put in an ADA bathroom uh, yeah. for our kids. You can measure it out. It all, it's yeah. all compliant. Yeah. <laughs> Handy capable of aggravated assault. <laughs> <laughs> so go bleed, fuckface. <laughs> Very good. That was the Topical Haiku Challenge. Very close to your first one. Very good, very good, very good. Let's play another segment. We've, we've made it to the next round, yeah. you guys. Very good. This next segment is called Reorganization. Reorganization. Uh, please take this. Sorry, it wasn't an existing acronym. Please take this acronym and reimagine it. What does it now stand for? Uh, being that July is Juvenile Arthritis Awareness Month, uh, just so you know, <laughs> July is. Uh, today's acronym is oh, O H H H. Oh, what does oh mean to you? Okay. So the acronym O H H H now stands for oh ha ha ha. <laughs> <laughs> I use it any time a dude makes a hacky, sexist joke in my direction. Like, <laughs> why does the bride always wear white? So the dishwasher can match the stove and refrigerator. <laughs> <laughs> oh, ha, 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 Brett. <laughs> Very fucking funny. But said out loud as an acronym, it's almost even better. Instead of politely laughing when you hear one of these jokes, as women are often want to do, just say, oh... That's how they'll know they're bombing. <laughs> very good, very good. Very good. Greg Saban, what does oh mean to you? So I uh, did a little research okay. in some, uh, some obscure historical journals okay. to see if there was anything existing, and I came upon this uh, document, and I thought I'd just share it, and Thank you. Uh, if that's okay. So uh, here we go. Uh, memo, July 2nd, 1889. From the desk of Pyramus Ortfield, owner. Attention, all employees. First, may I commend our floor manager, Mr. Hercock, for his exemplary conduct during yesterday's regrettable incident. It is not often we humble merchants are graced by the most potent minds of our generation, by men of stature, by figures of immense purpose and drive, by the leading lights of this land graced by God. Yet, yesterday was such a day. Quite unexpectedly, nay, miraculously, such as the staying of the hand of Abraham over his doomed progeny Isaac by an agent of the Lord, we were visited upon by, were it not blasphemy to say gods, I would say gods amongst men. <laughs> Yea, truly, when through our front door came Levi P. Morton, the vice president of these United States, and his entourage, we humble merchants were indeed blessed. <laughs> The fact that Vice President Morton is known for his sartorial splendor, even amongst fellow Republicans, makes his visit even more benighting than if even our own President, Mr. Benjamin Harrison, had graced our humble establishment. May I once again hold out as exemplar the conduct of Mr. Hercock for his calm, confident, and yet obsequious <laughs> greeting of the Vice President. I could not have done better myself had I been practicing for that exact moment all my life. Mr. Hercock is truly a gentleman's gentleman and model for all junior members of staff to emulate. To belabor the incident will only bring more shame upon our humble house and shame upon the houses of all employees, customers, and yes, even owners. However, so that such a fault in grace and good manners never darken our door again, I will simply ask all to remember these words. <laughs> when a gentleman of stature requires assistance in items above the shoulders, be they millinery in nature or tonsorial, we as humble... 
as humble merchants must never, I repeat, never refer to a gentleman's side whiskers as mutton chops. <laughs> the very utterance of the phrase degrades and debases ourselves and our customers. In fact, the painting of any individual with comparisons to our ovine cousin smacks of complete disrespect. I do not blame the vice president for his unmannerly language in the face of such a slight. As he was among gentlemen, I see no need for a formal apology. Had his wife, the esteemable second lady, been present, the situation would have been completely different. As it stands, however, the utterer of this tawdry phrase, Mr. Elias Colfax, will no longer be employed by this firm. In fact, his name, whether spoken or written, dare I say even thought of in the firmament of our minds, may no longer seek refuge behind the doors of Ortfield's high-handed haberdashery. <laughs> I also ask that should any employee of OHHH see Mr. Colfax in town, whether at the dry goods store, post office, or house of worship, that they provide him no succor and remain resolute in their silence. Your obedience in this, as in all things, is appreciated. Pyramus Ortfield, Hamshore, Vermont, copied Office of Protocol, the White House, Hamshore Herald, Arid Editor's Desk, and Anna Livingston Mead Street Morton, Second Lady of these United States. <laughs> Very good. Greg Saban. Very good. If you skip the internet and go to the library, you yes. can find some interesting <laughs> shit. Yeah, very good. Oh, very good. Very good. Very good. What was it again? Ortfield's Orton's Orton's high-handed haberdashery. <laughs> very good. Very good. Very good. Christy Farley, I want you to go longer than that. <laughs> Je you're giving Jesse a run for his money, Greg, <laughs> for length. Yeah. yeah. Uh, right. <laughs> <so> <laughs> Christy. Shorter. Um, <laughs> my, uh, my acronym for OHHH -H is the Oregon Hall for Hamburger Helper. <laughs> okay. <laughs> it's a museum dedicated to the numerous cultural contributions of Hamburger Helper and his counterparts, Chicken Helper and Tuna Helper. <laughs> this is brought to you by Betty Crocker and all those nights when your mom said, I just can't! <laughs> we got all your favorites here at the Hall of Hamburger Helper. We got bacon cheeseburger, we got supreme cheese pizza. We got beef pasta. Cheesy beef pasta. We got cheesy ranch burger pasta. We got, these are all real, all real. Stroganoff, potato stroganoff, and of course our beloved deluxe beef stroganoff. I'm stroganoff just thinking about it. <laughs> So come on down, come on down to the Hall of Hamburger Helper and meet our anthropomorphic hand in a cloth white glove. You know, like the ones you use in cooking. <laughs> come on down to the Oregon Hall of Hamburger Helper. Very good, very good. Good job, very good. That's the, that's the range that you get in a staff yes. show. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that hit both ends of the spectrum, and it was fantastic. Equal ends. Oh, yeah. They, yeah. No, yeah, yeah, they yeah. are separate but equal. <laughs> 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 Moving on. <laughs> we do have an ADA bathroom. 60-inch uh, <laughs> 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 turning radius. 
We might not have the handrails up yet. Not but yet, but they are leaning against the wall. <laughs> just showing They're technically in there. Yeah. That's right. Jesse Jones, what does O mean to you? Well, I've worked at this Denny's for about 14 months now. And over that period of time, you get pretty familiar with the usuals of most of your regular morning diners. Mrs. Calvine likes her coffee with a little packet of honey instead of sugar. The Donovans spend 30 minutes going back and forth over the 2468 menu before <laughs> just ordering the same French toast platter and steak and eggs. And every morning, Henry Stovall comes in, and along with his normal breakfast, he orders an English muffin with raspberry jelly and an Arnold Palmer for his wife, who he says was called back to heaven by Jesus and his dad 16 <laughs> years ago come September. As for himself, oh, often Henry has hash. <laughs> The first time Henry asked for hash, I had to go to back to the kitchen to see if we even served hash. No one never ordered it before Henry did it. Turns out we did. The cooks told me they got hash specifically for Henry. They tell me he's been coming into this Denny's for as long as pretty much any of them can remember. Alejandro says he even remember, remembers Rebecca, Henry's late wife. And he takes it upon himself to make her English muffin and Arnold Palmer every morning for her. Halfway through the meal, Alejandro makes his way out from the kitchen, shakes Henry's hand, asks about the weather or if he saw the game last night. <laughs> Just small talk between two old guys who probably don't have many other friends outside of the Denny's. Alejandro asks Henry how the hash is this morning, and Henry always answers by taking another bite of hash like he hasn't bothered to think about how it tasted until now. <laughs> He gives it a couple chews, then gives Alejandro a big smile and a big thumbs up. This whole friendship exists solely because often Henry has hash. <laughs> Every now and then Henry will throw a curveball and treat himself with a side of steak fries with his western omelet. <laughs> oh, occasionally Henry has ham. <laughs> <laughs> he just throws it out there just natural as can be like a regular order I almost miss it then it hits me and I ask hash and he says yeah ham and I say again so hash and he smiles and snorts like a pig ham he says it's a little joke it gets me every time it gets me every time because often Henry has hash <laughs> very good very good. That was reorganization. Very good. Very good. We okay, Carla? Good? Okay, good? Okay, good. <laughs> very good. Uh, this brings us to our next segment. Uh, this was today once. Shahara. On this date, 1923, the Hollywood sign is dedicated to the Hollywood Hills in Los Angeles. Uh, it originally reads Hollywood Land, but the last four letters are dropped after the renovation in 1949. Uh, also on this very date, 1988, Raoul Spank, the German high jumper, was born. Uh, how did you celebrate these events in tandem? Well, John, to celebrate this most auspicious day, <laughs> I wrote fan fiction for Lust for Life by <laughs> Lana Del Rey. <laughs> Not to be confused with Iggy Pop's hit classic. No, this is a song about two lovers who sing, 
They say the good die young, and that just ain't right. We're having too much fun, too much fun tonight. Yeah. (laughs) 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 So they climb to the top of the H in the Hollywood sign, only to dance until they jump off, caught up in the romance of suicide. (laughs) Dark line. (laughs) But this time, according to my fan fiction, they channel the talents of high jumper Raul Spank, Great name, by the way. <laughs> and bounce back, because there are no consequences when you're rich, famous, and beautiful, and that's just how I likes it. <laughs> that's what I did today. <laughs> very good, very good, Shirai. Very good, very good. Greg Saban, on this date, 1994, Jeff Galuli is sentenced to two years for an attack on Nancy Kerrigan. Uh, also on this date, 1865, P.T. Barnum's museum burns down. Uh, how did you celebrate the aforementioned events in tandem? Well, like every uh, Bash and Barnum day, I uh, <laughs> partake in a, a one-act theater festival that uh, <laughs> celebrates the special day. I went there earlier and uh, was able to uh, just, just grab a, a, a little uh, a script, just a, just a bit of a script okay. from one of the pieces. I was hoping I could share it with sure. you. Is that okay? All you, right. You, you may. All right, here we go. Um, here we go. Setting, Wichita Fairgrounds, 2003, outside of a garishly striped yet horribly stained tent. In the background, a calliope wheezes. Children cry. Old men laugh with the rasp of two packs a day for a lifetime. <laughs> the characters, Jeff, Mid-30s, faking confidence, sporting a mullet and knockoff members-only jacket. Smoking. (laughs) Ivan, king of bears. A bear, ten feet tall, wearing a metal collar, also smoking. (laughs) The scene opens on Ivan trying to work a small big lighter with his giant paws. Jeff approaches. Jeff, let me get that for you. Ivan, spasibo, they do not make plastic match in my size. How do you usually light your cigarettes then? I've always depended on the kindness of strangers. <laughs> Isn't that a line from Streetcar Named Desire? <laughs> very good, you very smart man. When the circus is on hiatus, I do dinner theater in Boca Raton. <laughs> really? Of course not, you fucking idiot. Even bears aren't stupid enough to go to Florida. <laughs> Fair enough, I, I suppose I had that coming. Uh, no, it's not you. I have very shitty day. Newer, younger bear join us on last leg of tour and steal more and more of my act. I cannot compete. I have neither looks nor figure stamina to keep up with new blood. Bummer, my friend. That's, that's really too bad. Inevitable. March of time will bring all down from Mother Russia to Ivan, king of bears. <laughs> Was time, every bear cower at sound of my name. Now I can barely keep up a few minutes stage time against some cub who juggled watermelon. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I'm sure he's your friend, though, right? You'd be sad if something happened to him. (laughs) (laughs) Sad? I would would pray to great black bear in sky for such a thing to happen, (laughs) but... But will not happen. To suffer is life, and I will suffer. Not young grizzly from Montana, though, who ride tiny motorbike. <laughs> Jeff looks over both shoulders, then walks in a step closer. What if uh, somehow somebody could make it so that that grizzly couldn't juggle so well, or ride his little bike, or walk? <laughs> oh, th- this person would be savior, would be among saints in my eyes, but. But who is such a person? Not you, kind stranger with nimble thumbs. 
<laughs> it wouldn't be the first time I did a little favor for a friend. Jeff pulls out pipe from the back of his stonewashed jeans. In black ink written on masking tape, the pipe says, bear pipe. <laughs> I have one for almost every animal should the occasion arise. Oh, I, I, I don't know what to say. You are man amongst men, champion of downtrodden bear. I would owe you forever. I like the sound of that. You know, there's a few things a bear like you might be able to help me with. I, I would be honored, but first, we get Montana grits. <laughs> he is right over there in small tent sleeping. He has not yet eaten today and always gets very sleepy when hungry. Is how you say, duck that is sitting, yes? <laughs> I've got your back, partner. Jeff and Ivan shake. Jeff stealthily enters small tent. Juggle this, motherfucker! <laughs> the sound of a snarl, then roar of a bear, followed by shrieks of abject horror and agony come from the tent. Shouting things like, why are you eating my leg, you sick animal? And, fuck you, you arm-devouring bastard. Two men enter from stage left. What, what's going on here? What's going on in here? We gotta check this out! They look through the flap, then quickly pull back, their faces ashen, trying to hold back tears and vomit. <laughs> man number one. Well, shoot, we can't let a man-eating bear around children and women and, and the like. We'll, we'll just have to put Grizz down, I guess. Man two. Yes, we'll just have to let Ivan do all the bear stuff for the rest of the tour. As the two men look over at the smirking Ivan, he pulls out a lighter and lights the cigarette with one easy flick. <laughs> Lights. <laughs> Very good. Very good, Doug. I closed my eyes for that. I saw the whole thing. Very, very good. Yeah. Christy, on uh, this date, 1793, journalist and French revolutionary Jean-Paul Marat is assassinated in his bathtub by Charlotte Corday, a member of the opposing political faction. Uh, also on this date, 100 BC, Roman general and statesman Julius Caesar is born. Uh, How do you celebrate the events? that I just mentioned in tandem? Are we done dropping stuff, everyone? Yeah. <laughs> that, okay. We just made so little, much noise. Just lots of kicking, I think. Okay. I All right. chose to celebrate <laughs> those two holidays uh, by sitting in a medicinal bath of Caesar salad dressing <laughs> right. and having my portrait painted and I drink some E2 brewed tea. <laughs> <laughs> it's a long way for a Julius Caesar pun. That's good. Uh, <laughs> oh, and I also make a list of people that I wouldn't mind if we're, they were guillotined. <laughs> <laughs> very good. Very good. Very good. Simple. Very good. <laughs> very good. <laughs> Maintaining the average. <laughs> yes. Yeah. <laughs> Lengthwise, not quality. Oh, no, no, no. Separate but equal. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Jesse Jones, before you get us in too much trouble on this podcast, on this date, 1988, uh, Sting performs his first Rainforest Benefit concert. Uh, also on this very date, 1985, Vice President George H.W. Bush becomes the acting president for a day uh, when President Ronald Reagan undergoes surgery to move, remove polyps from his colon. Uh, how did you celebrate the aforementioned events in tandem? Obviously, <laughs> I proclaimed myself president of the rainforest for the day. And you know what? I found while bestowing myself with near limitless, unquestioned power this afternoon, 
Anyone can proclaim themselves anything they want! <laughs> Nobody even tried to stop me while I signed so many executive orders dictating how forest creatures could conduct themselves from here forward. Just restricting the rights of cute little woodland creatures all wheelie-nilly. I put a tariff on leaves just because I could! <laughs> I don't even know what it does! Are leaves more expensive now? Does it cost more for them to fall? I have no idea! <laughs> and it doesn't even matter, it's on the books now! Of course, when I realized no one was gonna do anything to stop me, I started to get drunk with power. I took a drive to the river where I proclaimed myself king of all water! <laughs> and started telling fish what to do. I waited around seeing if Poseidon or Aquaman or a whale would do something. Call me on my shit, but nothing! Not so much as a glub or a splash! I devalued the sand dollar. The sand dimes now! <laughs> then I just spent an hour renaming every creature of the sea. Lobsters are now water scorpions! Of course. I called jellyfish yuck boys! <laughs> and all ducks are named Gene! As czar of the troposphere, I began taxing the birds to pay for new cloud designs. I briefly made myself landlord just so I could finally fulfill a childhood dream of evicting a mole. <laughs> and so, here I am tonight. Hi, Emperor Groucho II, ruler of all Stabdonia. Telling all who can hear my voice in this room or across all rooms of the land through the magic of internet podcastery. <laughs> when life gets you down, declare your sovereignty over something. Anything. And if anyone tries to stop you, which they won't, just tell them you just made a law that sea spiders. <laughs> Very good. Very good. That was This Was Today Once, which brings us to the fourth of five total segments tonight. Uh, this next segment is called Department of Tourism. Uh, congrats, everyone, uh, on your new job as tourism director of the following places. Make us want to come there and live, visit, I don't know. Uh, Shahara, the name of the place you're trying to get us to come to is Spoiler Alertington. Fantastic. Spoiler <laughs> Alertington. Welcome to Spoiler Alertington. Are you sick of the ups and downs of life and want to find out what happens tomorrow? <laughs> or are you a shitty blogger looking for attention in all the wrong places? <laughs> if so, Spoiler Alertington is for you. Spoiler alert, it sucks to live here. <laughs> but frankly, my dear, I don't give a damn. Thank you. Um, <laughs> our first mayor overdosed on Ambien after being doxxed for tweeting Game of Thrones spoilers in season two. <laughs> by their extremely reasonable fan base. <laughs> Spoiler alert, he lived. <laughs> very good, very good. Spoiler alertington. Yes. Greg Saban. <laughs> Squirtopia Harbor. Squirtopia Harbor. Squirtopia Harbor. Well, John, I wanted to thank you first 
uh, for giving me this platform to share with you information yeah. about a seldom visited uh, destination, Squirtopia <laughs> Harbor. Yeah. Uh, as my new job as tourism director. Uh, I've visited, of course, several times. Uh, the people there are lovely, very nice. Uh, I said, hey, what do you want people to know? And they gave me a recording <laughs> of one of the very famous tourist destinations there, kind of a, one of those audio-guided tours. Okay. I just thought, could I play that? Maybe? You, you may. <laughs> okay, you may. fantastic. All right. <laughs> <laughs> this is from uh, the... Uh, uh, well, you'll hear it. Okay, I'll just hit play on this. Okay, here we go. <laughs> Thank you for purchasing this audio-guided tour of the Squirtopia Harbor Semi-National Memorial. <laughs> As one of the few sites within the boundaries of the United States that have been victims of enemy fire during our country's handful of military engagements, Squirtopia Harbor stands as a reminder to those who served, those who were lost, and those civilians who lo whose love of country led to their heroism and sacrifice. To your right, as you enter the squirting pavilion, you will see a map laid out in mosaic, utilizing only local reclaimed materials of the engagement that led to the unprecedented events here at Squirtopia Harbor. On this map, please pay close attention to the location of Grenada, as this island nation and its bloodthirsty natives will play a starring role in the events that unfolded here on October 31st, 1983. <laughs> Some of you enjoying this cassette-based listening experience may be too young to remember the events leading up to the Grenada conflict. I would encourage you to look to your left on a piece of spiral-bound notebook paper next to the weekly lunch menu for the adjacent senior center, you will see a comprehensive timeline of the major events leading up to the shift of a peace-loving island people to a near cannibalistic cabal of island dwellers. For those of you who lived through the events, no description we can provide will accurately capture the feelings, emotions, and grief of the period. However, should you wish to share your personal memories and thoughts, please look straight ahead. You will see a spiral-bound notebook chained to an inverted traffic cone. In which you can record your experience of the events as they happened. Should you need a pen, please ask someone in the nearby vicinity to borrow theirs. Please note that the senior center will not allow their pen to be taken outside. <laughs> <laughs> outside their facility. <laughs> if all you can find is a pencil, <laughs> we ask that you refrain from recording your thoughts in our memory journal as, pe as pencil lead tends to react poorly with the humid conditions of Squirtopia Harbor. <laughs> Similarly, Felt-tipped pens, referred to on the mainland as Sharpies, but here colloquially as Felties, or equally common Softies, and even, even sometimes Blackies, which as you can imagine is misinterpreted in today's climate and therefore <laughs> has begun to lose favor amongst all but Squirtopia Harbor's oldest and most stubborn inhabitants, should not be used as they tend to leak through the pages of the spiral-bound notebook and render several pages beneath unusable. <laughs> should a crayon be all you have available? <laughs> Please look behind you and you will see our hands-on kinetic interactive children's display <laughs> where our youngest visitors may interact with artifacts and express their emotions through visual arts by drawing on the broadside of our especially provided non-toxic garbage receptacle. <laughs> Should your children wish to touch one of the many rocks that were here present on the day of the enemy incursion into the harbor, 
please make sure that these mementos are returned to their proper location. Should you see a memento rock, easily identified by the neon orange spray-painted stripe around it, anywhere in the memorial, please, again, return it to its proper location in the hands-on kinetic interactive child's display. Please note that the senior center will not accept any lost rocks and will not claim any responsibility for returning these rocks to their rightful place. Those rocks associated specifically with the senior center have a very easily identifiable blue stripe painted on them. We ask that should you see any of these specially marked rocks that you do not disturb them and leave them where found. Old fashioned fountain pens. used in the memory journal, but only if you can provide a specially designed blotting sheet and place under the individually spirally bound notebook page. No separate inkwell or blotting equipment will be provided at the memorial. Please note that the ink and blotting equipment at the senior center is not available for public use and is kept in a specially locked drawer, which only the manager and assistant manager have access to. In the case of only the most dire emergencies, the drawer can be opened by janitorial staff as they have a universal key which allows them access to all Squirtopia Harbor Senior Center facilities. We also ask that you do not use red or green ink in the memory <laughs> journal. <laughs> as due to compliance issues with the Americans with Disabilities Act, those visitors with what is referred to on the mainland as color blindness, or here as eye softness, <laughs> or equally common trick-eyed, <laughs> or less common Spanish-sided, <laughs> which, as you can imagine, is misinterpreted in today's climate and therefore has begun to lose favor amongst all but Squirtopia Harbor's oldest and most stubborn inhabitants, cannot fully experience the memorial due to their impatient, uh, impairment. Excuse me. Thank you for your compliance. On the second side of this cassette, we will continue through the memorial and recount the harrowing events of October 31st, 1983, in what is commonly known as the Grenadine Incursion by historians but locally is referred to as the Midnight Invasion, or equally as the Halloween Disruption, or less frequently as the dumb asshole who rode his fishing boat onto the beach and fired his fucking flare gun into the senior center. <laughs> which, as you can imagine, is frowned upon by the senior center, which sustained no structural damage due to the event. Now, please turn over this cassette to side two to continue. Do you want me to turn it over to side two? <laughs> and we can I want to hear the rest. No, no, no. Okay, we're not, all, right. We're right, yeah. well, all right, but maybe, maybe next time. Yeah, yeah, next time. Okay. We will continue this on another episode. Oh. <laughs> Very good, Greg. <laughs> Christy, uh. Uh, <laughs> take us to Gossipopolis. Gossipopolis. Okay, so... <laughs> <laughs> You guys should, you guys should like totally come visit Gossipopolis, okay? So it's this whole town, but it's like entirely devoted to the show Gossip Girl. <laughs> okay, so full disclosure, I've never seen even a single episode of Gossip Girl. <laughs> so this is like what I think the town's about, okay? So like, you go to Gossipopolis, and like, I've never been there, but like, I heard it's like a total shit bag, right? <laughs> I heard it's like a total shit bet, and his girlfriend, his girlfriend has had like nine abortions. <laughs> I know. 
So, like, a bunch of interesting, like, gossip girl people live there. And there's, like, three gay guys. There's a banshee. There's <laughs> there's two interchangeable cans of hairspray. And, <laughs> and they have Blake Lively. Okay. So, okay, so you can attend Gossip University. It's like, it's like a college town. So you could go... <laughs> You could go to Gossip University, you can major in like gossipology or like shit talking studies. <laughs> or you could major in girl, you're not gonna guess what I just heard, engineering. <laughs> so like what are you waiting for? Book book a flight to Gossipopolis. I'm serious, do it, or I'll tell everyone that you have a tiny penis and you puked on that lady in high school. <laughs> very good, Christy Farley, Gossipopolis. Very good, very good. Christy, do you have an Instagram? I do. You do, okay, I'm gonna tag you in this, okay. Anyway, we'll get to that later. Uh, Jesse Jones, Yeah. Uh, take us to Mount Embarrassment. Yeah. Mount Embarrassment. <laughs> Um, hi. Um, <laughs> uh, the Mount Embarrassment City Council would like to start off by apologizing to you uh, for bringing all of that climbing gear. Um, well, the first thing you probably noticed upon arriving at the base of Mount em Embarrassment is that Mount Embarrassment is really more of a hill. <laughs> Than a mountain per se. I, I mean, uh, if we're if we're gonna be completely honest, mountain embarrassment is what might be more accurately designated by the road safety guidebook as an undulation. <laughs> we're sorry you lugged all that out here. That's on us. That's that's real mount embarrassment. We actually made a brochure with all that information in it. It was really nice. It was full color, printed on glossy cardstock, and a stick of old baseball card gum was in it, too. But uh, a seagull stole it, and uh, to be fair to the seagull, we did keep the brochures in a reusable canvas shopping bag full of sandwiches and yuck boys. <laughs> yuck boys. <laughs> Just all the yuck boys we collected, we put them in there with the sandwiches and the <laughs> and the brochures. So that's really more our fault than the honest tax-paying bird. <laughs> it's so Mount Embarrassment. Uh, this is your Sherpa. That's Doug. Sherpa Doug. Doug doesn't know what a Sherpa is or does. He just thought the word was fun. Doug actually got a nosebleed once stepping up onto a particularly high curb. <laughs> And, and while, yeah, you're not going to really need a Sherpa by the classic climbing sense of the exact meaning of the word, uh, uh, you can tell by his perpetual uh, apologetic slouch that Doug's lived in Mount Embarrassment all his life. So he can Sherp you around town and show you all the, the things. Like, like the new nightclub Blush that just opened. <laughs> if you like awkward arrhythmic dancing with strangers, that's a good place. Or there's the sandwich store... It's just classic Mount Embarrassment. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, I meant to say before, but I got so distracted apologizing. Your wife is just glowing. Can I ask when she's due? <laughs> 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 
<laughs> no, no. Not not pregnant, just fat. Okay. <laughs> I mean healthy, healthy and not your wife, but your brother. Okay. All right. <laughs> he just has very feminine yet fat features. Um that is just mount embarrassment. Uh, and I think I'm actually going to wrap this tour up because I just realized this entire time I've been talking to you, my fly has been all the way down. <laughs> And both testicles have been hanging out. <laughs> and both penises. This is... <laughs> I'm, this is super mount embarrassment. Very good. That was Department of Tourism. Which brings us to our final segment of the evening. Oh, I'm, so, I'm sorry, Mike and Aaron. Get over... <laughs> no, I'm Thank you. Yeah, it was, was it everybody? Uh, this last segment is called Vows to an Asshole. Uh, congrats, everyone. You finally arrived at that special day. Now let's hear those uh, vows to your special asshole. Uh, Shahara, you'll be marrying uh, a sidewalk cyclist. Excellent. Sidewalk cyclist. <laughs> I, beautiful. <laughs> oh. Sorry. No, this is the backdrop. Fantastic. Yes. Fantastic. <laughs> I... Fat bottomed girl, take you, sidewalk cyclist, to be my tandem partner in crime until our untimely death do us part. <laughs> I'll never forget the day we met. I hit you with my car when you came darting across my driveway. <laughs> I nursed you back to health like the wounded baby bird you pretend to be. <laughs> I have to admit, I always thought I wanted a man in the sheets and a cyclist in the streets. <laughs> but you've shown me how much fun it can be to constantly scare pedestrians with my bell. <laughs> From this day forward, I promise to keep the kid in you alive since it's clearly all you know. <laughs> Now that we're no longer moving through life riding single speed, don't forget to lube the old ball and chain once in a while. <laughs> and until the day we die, I will always be on your left. <laughs> <laughs> Very good. Sidewalk cyclist. <laughs> Very good. Very good. Uh, Greg, uh, you'll be marrying... Uh, that bag of chips that's too hard to open but explodes all over your lap once it does open. <laughs> I, Gregory, give you my hand in marriage to grasp and to pull, to struggle and to strain. My other hand, I add to the first, working opposite. Grinding, sweating, twisting, tur turning, wrenching, tightening, <laughs> taxing, fatiguing, distending, distorting. God, oh, holy fuck! <laughs> does the uh, does the five second rule apply to marriage? <laughs> <laughs> Very good, Greg. Very good. Very good. Very good. Uh, Christy, you will be marrying uh, Facebook. 
<laughs> I love you, Facebook. You've been a constant companion for 10 years now. You're always there to show me pictures of my friend's newborn babies that make me super uncomfortable. <laughs> I'll never forget the time when you made me weed through a sea of event invites just to get to an emoji comment from some weirdo I met in junior college. <laughs> I pledge to continue to openly share my life with you, no matter how many hostile nations you sell that information to. <laughs> to you, I promise my love and all the time I should be spending with my family. <laughs> Very good, Christy Farley. Very good. Jesse Jones, yeah. uh, you'll be marrying that person who won't let you uh, let you out of a conversation uh, when you're in a hurry. Yeah. <laughs> I do. Okay, great. I got it. No, uh, really. <laughs> <laughs> no, I love you, but uh, yeah, yay, we're getting married. I mean, technically we are, but no, I do. No, I really, I, I said I do. I did. I actually, I already did. I do. <laughs> I did, I did do. I did. Look, listen, I have to... No, I'm sure it's a hilarious video, but I... No, I haven't... <laughs> Please, I have... All right, uh, here we go. Uh, okay, all right. Uh-huh, that's great. Okay, um, is that... Is that the best... That's not the best... Okay. <sighs> is it coming up? Look, I really have... Oh, all right. <laughs> Yeah, the kitty did fall down. I'm just going to go. So, uh, <laughs> No, yeah, you told me about the trip to Sioux Falls. I, I don't have time for the pictures. No, a slideshow is just more slower pictures. Look, listen, stop, stop. Okay, I, I, I love you. I want to spend the rest of my life with you, but right this second, right this very exact second, I have got to go right now. No, it's not because I don't love you. It's because if I don't get this anti-venom, I'm not going to live to see the honeymoon. <laughs> Now do you understand why I didn't want your brother's cobras to be the ring bearers? <laughs> no, I do. I do a lot. Until death do... No, I, I can't feel my ears. I have to... Okay. All right. Sure. Fine. One more cat video, but then I insist I super don't want to die today. <laughs> Very good. That was Stab. One more time for everyone you've seen tonight. Shahara Hyatt, Greg Saban, Christy Farley, and Jesse Jones. Jesse Jones. Uh, if you want to hear more stabs, go to one of our many online outlets, the primary of which being uh, the stabforgold.com. Stab, the number four gold.com. Uh, or come visit us every Friday night at 10 o'clock here, stabcomedytheater.com. Good night. <laughs>